Thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Let's welcome our guest today, Corey Forlardo. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Hey, there we nice go. Nice job on my name. There you go. Hey, Appreciate that. That's Spelled good. it right, too. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, you know the drill a little bit. We just dive right in. Uh, and so, what uh, what was childhood like for Corey? Um, well, I was born to uh, Pamela Johnson and Robert Johnson Jr. There you go. Um, I am an only child uh, born into... Uh, a large family. My mom is the youngest of 12. Um, and my dad has two siblings. So obviously there's a lot of family running around. Mm -hmm. Um, my parents only had me, um, because my father was in the military and, you know, it was kind of a surprise that I came along. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus. Uh Well, that's what I tell them. Yes. Um, but, uh, we, we had, I had a fantastic young childhood. Um, my dad is uh, 22 years retired National Guard. Wow. Um, and, you know, I went to Cummings Elementary, Whitaker, McNary. Go Cougars. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, you know, my, my life was pretty great uh, growing up. My parents still live in the house that I grew up in. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, as a young child, we always had family in and out of our home. Uh, we're a firm believer that we take care of our own. Mm-hmm. So my family took care of our sick. And so we always had some of my aunts and uncles in the house with their kids, my grandmother passing. We were always together. Um, so I experienced a lot of life and death as a young kid. Mm. Um, and, uh, in my junior high years, which we know are very formative, yes, <laughs> um, we I experienced some huge upset and heartache in my home, and um, I won't go into details, sure. but there was a lot of uh, heartache and mm. and separation from me and my parents, mm. um, which took a lot of recovery mm. on my part and my parents' part, and. I don't think I had a good relationship with my parents until my junior year in high school. I did a lot of not bad things like drugs and alcohol, but a lot of rebellious Mm. disobeyment. Um, At home, I was a brat. You know, I (laughs) did not have a a kind word for my parents. I disobeyed and... Um, but that was because of the upset and the heartache that happened in the home. And once I kind of decided for myself that I needed my mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, we got past that right. and were able to start the healing. And I was able to welcome them back into my life and realize that, oh, I kind of need you. <laughs> um, Way to hang in there, Bob, if you're listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and realizing that as a young lady and mm-hmm. Knowing that, like, your dad is who you search for later in life, mm. um, and you want those qualities in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you know my father, Robert Johnson, um, you will find similar similar qualities of myself in him. Right. Um, he's a gentle giant. He is a monster of a human. He is a Everything that I would aspire to be mm. is in him. 
Um, and that's probably why we butt heads so much <laughs> as, a, as a young person. Um, but I absolutely adore him now. He's the best, one of the best humans in my life. Um, best papa around. Um, you know, going back to being a young lady in a, in a home with my mother, um, Pam Johnson, she's a stinking firecracker of a woman. <laughs> if you're blessed to know her, you are truly blessed. I will say that. Yeah. Um, she is one of the biggest foundations, I think, in many folks' lives. But I think in my life, she just is a pure rock and... No matter how many times I tried to jump from that rock, she yeah. just continued to lay more stepping stones for me just to bounce from, bounce from, bounce from. And it didn't matter how many times I messed up or she was just always there for me. And I can't imagine a better mother for me. Right. Um, and she'll tell you that I always went about my own way, did my own thing from day one and always told her I was going to do my own thing. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think that's what's best about my parents is they always allowed me to be me yeah, and mess up and learn from those things. Mm. Uh, but always with a guiding hand, even when I was being a turd. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess we could have started for maybe there's a listener out there that doesn't know who Corey Filardo is, but uh, for those who don't, uh, what do you do for your day job? So for my day job, I'm the executive director at the Kaiser Chamber of Commerce. Go Chamber. Go Kaiser Chamber. We're That's the best right. chamber in the valley. There you go. <laughs> I'm a little biased. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I do on a day-to-day. -day. Yeah. Um, and it's been the best. It's actually been three years this month that I've been wow, at the Kaiser Chamber. Wow. Um, I started as the receptionist mm -hmm. um, for Danielle Bethel, um, who's our Marion County Commissioner Amen. now. Yay. Um, and then kind of progressed into membership and then when the position became available for executive director I took a leap of faith and felt that I was supposed to go out for it and fought hard for it and um, Ta -da. offered the position and mm -hmm. here I am <laughs> yeah 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 so I found out actually when I started working in business in in the area that the the Chamber of Commerce is are the places when you see those info signs on the highway like that's for a chamber and I didn't know that my whole life drive by see a bunch of those all over mm -hmm. now I know yeah, most right. chambers in in cities house the information centers mm -hmm. yes that is Super very cool. true yeah yeah um on a personality you know chart are you more extroverted or introverted i mean what's... uh i think this the answer to that would surprise you okay um i am very middle of the call the it an ambivert uh -huh. right? yeah. <laughs> um i love my people and i love being with people um, but I love being alone. Hmm. Like there's no better thing I think for a human to do than to reflect and be with themselves and be hmm. silent and quiet. And you may not be listening for anything, but you sure aren't listening at to anything. And that's something that I've learned as I've grown older to, to just dive into as, as a older person and mm -hmm. i say older person because i'll be 40 next month 
<laughs> Just a kid. Yeah. I used to spend, uh, I used to be what I would consider a like very front facing extrovert, like all through adolescence and in and, and high, high school and college. And then there was like, after my sophomore year of college, I like didn't, after my junior year, I didn't work over the summer like I usually do because it was like my last summer. I realized I'm going to work for the rest of my life. Let me just take take a take a little second, <laughs> breathe, and then I spent most of that summer like either alone or just with like one or two friends. And it was that moment of realizing like the benefit of being alone and having that quiet time. And I never really spent time pursuing that until that summer. And it was like really changed me. I think that I've realized mm-hmm. like the benefit of that in a way that I didn't before. Yeah, and and you don't have to do anything. You just and my husband says this all the time. What are you doing? <laughs> and I say nothing. Like, have you ever heard that there's a brain expert that says men have this wonderful capability to like go blank yeah, (laughs) and zone out? Well, I feel like I've mastered that skill of zoning (laughs) out where I can like be watching TV, be sitting in the room and not know anything that's going on and just be completely detached. Mm. But that's my way of filling my own cup. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I've truly tried to master because you have to, mm-hmm. especially right. when you're so social. Yeah. Um, and you have to be on so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's maybe uh, the first thing you noticed that you had passion for? Oh, well, when I was a little girl, I always told my parents I was going to be a mother. There you go. Did you check that box yet? Um, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, my motherhood came in a little bit of an untraditional way, yeah. which is okay. Um, I'm so happy it did um, because she actually, and this is a lot of a responsibility to put on a child, but she she saved my life. Mm. Um, and I, you know, take full responsibility for putting that on her, but if she had not come along, I would not be who I am today. Mm. Um, and I also say, think that my mom like also saved my life because I remember standing in her kitchen saying, if you don't straighten up, you're going to wind up pregnant and you're going to wind up <laughs> doing things that you don't want to be doing. Right. And she was right. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Our moms are usually, go, Pam. our moms yeah. are usually right. Yeah. Um, but, um, the the life changing experience that Lucy brought into my life was just astronomical. Um, it was a really difficult time for me. I hid it for a long, long time. Um, I mean, this is going to blow everybody's mind, but my family only knew for for a month before I had her, mm. um, and she came early. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> so she was born six weeks early. Wow. Okay. And um, her dad only knew for a month. And, um, you know, I consider myself so lucky and blessed that mm. people loved me through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though it caused, caused so much division and um, hurt, it did finally become something beautiful. And obviously, first and foremost, Lucy came into our life. And she was that beautiful piece of, of, okay, now we have something that we need to take care of. And not just her physically, but her spirit, her heart, her her mind. 
Um, and I knew from a very young age that being a mother was my first and foremost responsibility. Um, and then, of course, you know, we had our whole li- uh, life before I married my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy and I did. And then my husband and I reconciled and after four years and we got married and we've been married for it'll be 13 years in june wow that's awesome yeah 23 years together Mm -hmm. um wow and four years of that was just co-parenting but Mm -hmm. 13 years married yeah we call it a little cinderella story (laughs) that's right that's That's awesome um and then we had our son uh little ricky there you go. Um, and he, uh, I prayed for him so hard for two years after we got married, and he just never came. And we handed it over to the Lord, and um, I got a dog, and then I found out two weeks later I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, that's um, funny. And yeah. he is just the best thing. He is, I, I'm, both of my kids are equally as wonderful, but... Like if I if I could hand picked my kids, I wouldn't pick any different. Right. Just yeah, I agree. Who they yeah. are as humans, but also what they love and what they believe in, and and what they portray out into the world is just is just so amazing. Yeah. For a better <laughs> lack of a better word to describe it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe shifting gears into hobbies and likes. I mean. When you got a weekend to yourself, what, what do you like to do? Well, I love watching my kids. Mm-hmm. I love dumping into them um, whatever they need, which is not really a hobby, I guess. Um, but whatever they need to go, wherever they need to do, if they need to shoot hoops in the front yard, I'm happy to rebound for them. Right. Um, if, if Luce needs to practice jumps for cheer, you know, I'm happy to count <laughs> um, and, you know, push them for their excellence. Um, but for me, I feel like I'm all about just being with my dogs and sitting around and doing nothing Yeah. or heading outside and working in my yard. I love working in the yard. Um, I'm not a great like green thumb, but I can tear some stuff up, like <laughs> chopping and and reconfiguring and making mm-hmm. things look wonderful. Um, that's why we just have like you know annuals. <laughs> we don't have you know the constant maintenance. Fl- yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have right. pretty flowers, but <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I think just being outside. I love to work out. Um, you can find me in the gym very often at Prosper Athletic Club. I love lifting. Um, trying to gain some bicep strength. There you and, go. <laughs> um, I just love building and and taking care of my physical self, just mm-hmm. because that's what's going to last me and endure me mm-hmm. um, right. through taking care of others. Yeah, yeah. He, it's the same way. Like you in a job like yours, it's not always it's not a, like always the nine to five, and you clock out and you're like, all right, see you later. It's very much like different events, all the different times, and again, very social. And so it makes sense that your your evening evening or weekend activities would be something that is benefiting and building up you alone because that's mm-hmm. like the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have like music? Do you listen to? Are you a movie music person? Like. Other than Star Wars, other than Star Wars, music. yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> For those <laughs> of you who don't know, love me some Star yeah. Wars. Yes. Um, I 
it's such a wide range. I love all music. I think the only music that I wouldn't like go and turn on for myself would probably be like some classical mm. opera, mm. probably. Mm. <laughs> I would listen to it if it was on, but I wouldn't just go to it and turn right. it on. Um, if you went to my Apple playlist, it would be like top 80s, 90s hits that there I listen go. to at the gym. Um, I love hip hop, like like uh, Snoop Dogg and Easy mm-hmm. E and all those old school that's awesome hip hops. And I love um, Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings and Chris Stapleton is one of my favorites. Wow! Uh, so it's such a wide diverse, range. yeah. And I also love like um, all those '90s punk rock bands, okay. <laughs> things I grew up with, like. My Chemical Romance, that's kind of 2000s, but um, their names are escaping me, like, like Nirvana, Green Day, Nirvana, Nirvana. Yeah. all that stuff. I just, I love, I love it all. Yeah. I love it all. That's awesome. Music, like uh, smell, it has such a way to take us to a spot, right? You know? I Absolutely. mean, when you heard that song a lot or, you know, time in your life and, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I love that about music, you know. And uh, I was listening, actually was watching a show, and there's a song that came on, and it's uh, "My Heart's a Stereo." I don't know if you remember that song <laughs> being popular. And I remember, and I was like, in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, because that's the song I that was playing when I found out like my eighth grade boyfriend cheated on me. <sighs> and that song uh, was playing in the cul-de-sac when my friend Hunter told me, and I was like, no way. <laughs> so every time I hear that song, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 it's one of those songs. <laughs> yeah, word. yeah. I I like same thing. I like the. 90s uh, pop stuff, the best decade of music, 80s rock. And then, uh, yeah, I saw a T-shirt that I still want to buy. It says, uh, some people dream of meeting their their favorite, you know, artist, uh, but I raised mine. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's still, for me, I, I, my favorite thing to do is listen to either of my kids, you Absolutely. know, perform and play. And so, yeah, that's good. We're not on the radio. What's that about? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the radio of life. Yes. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that needs to be a show. A podcast show. Yeah. yeah. So um, maybe what's the, what's, uh, there's a lot of great things about Kaiser, but what's one or two that pop in your head, some of the best things about Kaiser? Well, I love Kaiser. Like people, some people think that's kind of dorky or nerdy, <laughs> but like I don't even like going to Salem for, to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I have to, I will. Um, I just love what it feels like here. There's a feel here. It feels good to go out and walk around here. It feels safe here. Um, it feels like home. People are nice and kind. Uh, I was just in a couple other cities last week, and it's just like, I was walking down the street and I always make it a point to like smile and say hi or comment to somebody. And it's like they shooting daggers at me through their eyes or (laughs) like, how could you even say that to me? I'm like, oh, sorry, didn't mean to be nice. Um, You know, like, I guess I was really killing you with kindness. Um, (laughs) Well, that stuff's offensive, you know, I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's true. It's true. And I. And I always tease my husband because he he's like he loves going and doing and I and I love being home and mm. he also loves being home and I think that's what makes us so great together is because we're like oh let's just stay home let's do nothing um, 
but you know, living other places than Kaiser, like we tried it for six months and I absolutely hated it. And so we came home. Yeah. And we actually moved to the same street that we moved from. Right. <laughs> so, there you um, go. I just think Kaiser is so unique. There's everything you need here. Um, and if it's not here, it's coming. Yes. Um, and I, I just think we're so unique and blessed to have what we do have. And um, my family's here. Uh, my life is here. My kids' lives are here. Um, yeah. And that's just the best for me, what Kaiser is. And sure. of course, all my people. I'm, I'm kind of a people collector. Um, and they're here so yeah well you said it you know kaiser has everything we didn't have everything we were just missing a chick-fil-a and then we got one so thank you clint peebles <laughs> yes. right. yeah bringing chicken no yeah that's good <laughs> yeah he uh they just sponsored a, a gathering lunch for the men's conference that i saw that putting in june so yeah excited to you know it's wonderful to have people commit to community as soon as you get here and, mm-hmm. you know, try to figure that stuff out. So, yeah. Um, what's a, what's one of uh, many, I'm sure, but what's a great piece of advice that you got along the way that you could um, think? Self-reflection. Hmm. Um, actually just saw her, the person that just this morning hmm. who I learned this from, um, uh, Robin Taylor from Schmeckata. She was one of my instructors when I went to school because I went to school for early childhood education and um, that was a big piece of becoming a teacher and an instructor And because um, it's not about us, it's about the kids, right? Yep. Yeah. And reflecting on, you know, most of our problems or other people's problems with us is us mm. and I'm never going to change your problem unless I mm. change what's going on in here. And I'm pointing to myself. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so self-reflection and then, uh, you know, it became more apparent when I started working for, um, family building blocks. I had a supervisor named Melissa Schlunt and she, um, always challenged me let's let's do some self-reflection like what went well for you right. why was this so great why was this bad even taking it so far as to like let's record you in the classroom with kids let's see what what you're doing that's working and what what's not and mm. that was really hard yeah because nobody likes to see themselves on film and nobody loves to see themselves mess up yeah right yeah. um and i'm not I, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I will always be the first person to say, oh, man, I messed up. Right. And I think being able to say that comes from being able to self-reflect. Yeah, it's a wonderful quality, right, to, to self-assess. It's actually a key function mm-hmm. to, to any level of success in life, whether we're talking financial, relational, mm-hmm. right, community and all that. Yeah, and I think that came out a couple times in our conversation this morning. We're just about out of time, but... Uh, I'd encourage folks to maybe think about that. How could you apply more self-reflection or quiet time into your life? You know, it's it's healthy for us. Our world is clamoring to shove everything down our throats from every direction. And so shutting that off is, is a worthwhile adventure. Yeah. I would say one of the greatest teachers 
aside from my mom and dad and my kids and Jesus and <laughs> God and the, the people that the folks that pour into us from birth and stay with us through life is my husband. Mm. Um, he has been such a great leader in my life and it might sound a little cliche, like the husband's the leader, the wife submits, right. blah, blah, blah. Trust me, I don't submit all the time. <laughs> I'm not the nicest person all the time. Right. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but he has taught me to take a step back, reflect, how did that make you feel? How can you share that with somebody mm. uh, productively? Not right. just blah, 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 sure. and dump it on them. Yeah. But the number one thing he says to me is, when you're ready to tell them, you have to be ready for what they say back. Huh? That's good advice right there. And that's part of the whole self-reflection thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's one of the best things that I've ever learned from some a human is being able to receive what comes back through self-reflection. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Sheesh. Just like that, we're out of time. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Pe yeah. People need to get in a hold of you. Uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, you can call me at the Kaiser Chamber. Um, it's super easy, 503-393-9111. If you dial 390, you're going to get the fire department. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do or that. you can email me. It's Corey at KaiserChamber.com or swing by NCS. We're right there on River Road. It's hard to miss. It's hard yeah. to miss. Well, Corey, thank you for joining us. And as well as our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you um, want to listen to our podcast episodes, they air every Saturday on KSLM here in Salem-Kaiser at 11 a.m. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring. <laughs>